Hello everyone. Welcome to episode 3 of Consumers, Cars, Tech Talk and More with me, your host, Phil Scott. In episode 3, we are going to do the second part of our series, Buying a Used Car. And in the last episode, I'll just go over a brief rundown of what I spoke about. What type of car or vehicle do you want? Um, what brand of vehicle do you prefer? Um, vehicle reliability, because that's something that's a huge, huge thing, especially if you're going to keep a used car long term. Um, and I gave you some good uh, resources to check out um, to look up vehicle reliability such as carcomplaints.com and admins.com, consumer reports. Um, also, I spoke about considering your budget. Budget is huge. If you're going into buying a used car, say ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000, you know you can't afford a car that's twenty dollars or $25,000. So choose wisely, spend wisely. Don't spend more than you can afford. Um, and I also spoke about other possible expenses with the used car that you might want to consider, such as how much insurance might cost, how much will the registration cost, replacement tires, um, even what kind of fuel does it take. Um, some cars require regular fuel, and that's fine. That's the cheapest fuel out there. But also some cars require premium fuel and only premium. So if you try to run regular fuel on a car that takes premium, you're going to be in trouble and you might cause some serious damage to your car. And of course, some vehicles take diesel fuel. And of course, you can't use regular or premium in a car that uses diesel. Um, you also have cars that run on alternative energy, such as electric cars and hybrids so you people would want to consider also what expenses would you not necessarily think of when you're buying a car because all of that comes into play when you're purchasing a used vehicle or even a new vehicle for that matter and also is fuel economy important I mean that's again that's where the um, hybrids and electric cars come in and even cars that that are just known for their economy, smaller cars. And in this day and age, with all of the modern technology that we have, you have larger vehicles, even SUVs, especially cars like the RAV4 and the Honda CRV. Um, those are getting really good fuel economy now because they have hybrid models. So even SUVs can get great gas mileage these days. So that's something that you might want to consider for now in uh, this episode part two of buying used cars um, I want to talk about uh, dealing with car dealers um, some people just don't care when they go to buy a car they just want to do anything to get the whole process over with they don't care what they spend or if they care what they spend they just pretty much go in there and they just let the dealer do whatever they want to do now, if money's not an object, go ahead and do that. But if you're on a budget, 
you need to be mindful of particular things that dealers might do. Uh, one thing in particular is they might tack on add-ons, um, say spoilers and other mats and all different other kinds of things that they can tack on, uh, automotive alarm systems, um, and also they may tack on extra fees to a used car or even a new car. So keep that in mind. Watch out for these add-ons that dealers might toss on to a car to make it cost more and extra fees. Um, also, one other thing that you want to really think about is when you're buying a used car and you're getting a loan, what is the um, annual percentage rate of the loan, the APR, um, and how much is that going to cost you over time? So for instance, say you buy a car where the loan is 10 to 13%, 10 percent's high anyway. So that's going to end up costing you more during the life of the loan for the vehicle. Um, you want to get the lowest APR as possible. And the APR depends a lot on your credit. If you have a really good credit score, then you're going to get a better APR on your car loan than you would if your credit score is in the tank. So the better the credit score you have, the lower the interest rate you are going to have on your loan. Or if you're paying cash, then it's not an issue. But if you're getting a car loan, especially a longer term car loan, say four, five, six, seven, and then eight years, and that's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous to get a car loan for seven or eight years. But no, that's happening these days. So if you want to go five or you have to go six, go for it if, if that works best for you. But even then you can pay off a car faster than that, with usually without penalty. So even if you get a longer term car loan, if you can pay that car off as quickly as possible, do it. Uh, some people like to lease cars. They don't keep cars for a long period of time. And they'll say, you know what, I'll just lease this car for two, three years, and then I'll turn it back in and get something else. Well, be careful with the lease. Um, how much is it going to cost to get into the lease? Um, a lot of times they require, they require a couple thousand dollars or more down payment to get into a lease. Um, and if you have to break a lease, then that's going to cost you some money to get out of a car. So keep that in mind. Um, and some people decide after keeping a car for a while under a lease that they may decide to just um, buy the car right out. So in other words, after keeping the car during the lease period, um, then they just decide to finance the rest of the vehicle. And that may be something that you do too. Um, if you, especially if you like the vehicle and you're like, you know what, I don't want to look for anything else. I'm just going to finance the balance of the car. Um, dealerships will do that too. So keep that in mind. Um, also, what you want to do is consider how much the vehicle is worth. Now, I touched upon this in the last episode, but you want to consider how much your car is worth, especially how much is the car worth that you're buying. So let's just say 
you're not trading in a car so you have a couple thousand dollars or so to put down on a car how much is that vehicle actually worth because and I've done this a couple of times so I've had to learn the hard way you buy a car you're happy with it at first and then a year or two down down the line or even less than that you realize you know what I don't really want this car maybe the gas mileage isn't what you want or it's too much car or for you you're just not happy with it um, what is that vehicle going to be worth when you trade it in and one thing that can happen to to a um, consumer is say you get a car that's worth trade-in value that's worth maybe six thousand dollars but you owe and let's say you paid twelve thousand and you've paid the car down to say mm, ten thousand dollars or nine thousand five hundred since the trade-in value of that car is only six thousand if you're wanting to trade to another vehicle um, you're gonna have to pay off the balance the overage that that car is is currently over so in, in other words what I'm trying to say is if your if your car is worth six thousand dollars and you owe ninety five hundred dollars on that car you've got to pay off that extra thirty five hundred dollars so most times dealers are going to make you either pay off that thirty five hundred before you get into the new car or they're going to roll that extra thirty five hundred dollars that that you owe on that car then the value of that car into the next car's loan and that can be a nightmare and a headache so in the inst the two instances that I found myself being upside down in a car and that's what you call it and and more times than not the only reason why I was upside down in a car is this other tactic that dealers will use is they will lowball you and what I mean by that is they don't want to give you as much for the car as it's actually worth according to say um, Kelly Blue Book or the the NADA guide the NADA guides or there's also another book that they use called the Black Book um, so they'll try to give you the least amount of money as they possibly can and that happened to me a couple times when I was trying to trade in a car I finally I had a SUV some time back and uh, I had it for about mm, almost two years and then I decided that the gas mileage was just terrible so I decided that I was going to trade it in or even just sell it outright so I decided that I would just sell the vehicle outright the car was worth ten thousand one hundred dollars I went to multiple dealers I had one dealer that it wouldn't even give me $8,000. The most this dealer would want to give me was $7,990 on a car that was worth $10,100 on trade-in. And then they were pretty consistent with a lot of these places that I went to also. A number of places quoted me $8,000. And that was just 
ridiculously low. So I finally had a dealer that would give me $9,100, which was way, way still $1,000 less than the SUV was actually worth. Come to find out when I asked them, okay, well, what are you trying to get out of the car? Um, what are you going to sell the car for? They're, they said, oh, we're just going to sell it for market value. So they turned around and put the asking price on that car to $14,000. So they lowballed me by 1000 so they could turn around and sell it for 14000 And I was not happy when I found that out. They could have ponied up the extra thousand that the car was actually worth. Yeah, I know they're in it to make a profit, but in the end, that's kind of shady. But that's that's the business. That's the business that dealers tend to do. And it's not right, but that's what they do. So do keep that in mind. Find out what your vehicle is actually worth and try to get the fairest amount that you possibly can. And then they'll turn around and dealers will tell you, um, they'll tell you something like, oh, well, this is, we don't go by the Kelly Blue Book or the NADA guide. Um, we go by what the market value actually is. But then if you turn around and, uh, say you want it to, um, sell a car, um, then they would want you, and this is the, this is really shady to, the the things that they do but again this is part of the business and this is how things are done so say for instance they don't want to give you a certain amount of money for what your car is actually worth um, but they'll overcharge you for what the car is actually worth so it's it's just it's just it's it's kind of crappy the way they do things but again that's the business um, so when you're shopping for a used car Try to get the best deal that you possibly can. Don't just settle for anything, especially if you're on a budget. Try to get the best deal that you possibly can. Uh, like like I said, some people just want to get the process over. They don't care how much they spend. But that will come back and bite you in the behind. If at some point you decide, okay, you know what, I'm tired of this car. I want to trade it. And if you've totally overpaid for a car, and they really do this with older cars too, um, especially older Hondas, SUVs, and um, Toyotas, like the RAV4, um, anything that's a popular SUV, they will turn, or turn around and sell that vehicle for far more than its trade-in value. So if you bought a, an older car for far more than the trade-in value, and then you turn around and decide, okay, I want to trade it in and get something else. You're going to be way upside down in that car. So if you can avoid doing that, please do. Please avoid that. That's that's not good for you. Now, if you're just going to, if you buy a car and you're going to keep it and you don't care, then that's one thing. You might just buy the car and say, okay, I'm happy with this car. I'm not going to trade it. I'm just going to keep it until I pay it off and then keep it much longer than that, which is, something a lot of people do too then don't worry about it um but me being a, a savvy consumer i always try to get the best possible deal and the fairest deal that i can because i don't want to feel like i'm being ripped off 
So, and hopefully uh, most of you won't feel like you're being ripped off when you're purchasing a vehicle either. So keep that in mind. Know what the trade-in value is of the vehicle that you're purchasing. Know what it's worth before you commit to buying a car because you could find yourself in a sticky situation if you decide to trade the car in. And vice versa, if let's just say you're selling a car, um, know what your car is worth and try to get the best value for your vehicle as possible. Um, now, if you're selling a car, and I just this is going off the tangent a little bit, but this is important. Um, when you're looking at a guide like Kelly Blue Book KBB, um, they'll have different values for a car. They'll have trade-in value. Um, they'll have retail value of a vehicle and then they have private party value. So if you buy a car from a private individual, then it would be worth it would be worth more um, buying it. Um, it'd be worth more than a trade-in value. So what some people like to do is they'll say, you know what? I'm not going to mess with the dealer. They're going to lowball me. They're not going to give me what my car is worth. I'm going to try to sell it to a private individual. That's that's a harder route to go, especially if you have a vehicle that's not highly desired. Um, that's harder to do, but some people choose to do that. So, so know those three values also. So that, that pretty much wraps it up here for this uh, part two of buying used cars. Um, if you have any questions for me about um, the last episode or this episode um, about buying used cars, um, feel free to leave me a message. I'm still working on the YouTube channel for my podcast, so hopefully I'll have that up and running soon. Um, my podcast is available on six different platforms right now, including Spotify so uh, just you should be able to look on the website here the anchor website here and and see the platforms that my podcast is available on so listen give me a give me a shout out uh, your input is greatly appreciated um, if you have any questions i'll be more than happy to answer your questions as quickly as possible so with that everyone have a super day take care of yourselves be safe out there and we'll be talking soon again this is consumers cars tech talk and more with me your host phil scott take care everyone bye bye until next time